Welcome everybody to episode twenty two or three. I don't even care anymore, man. I think it's twenty two. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're done. We're done. Twenty four. Uh, we're up there. Uh, I, it's think. Either, I think it's twenty three. I don't know, uh, guys. What happened in the last episode of Halfway to Heroes? We went in the cave that we found in Mirin. Right. And there was some fucking douchebag Warforged there trying to take my spot. I even have a name similar to me. So uh, I, I do want to point out that thing wasn't an actual Warforged. It just um, looked like a robot. Yeah. So okay. the difference being Warforged, you know, like you, Ultrax, are, you know, sentient living beings. This was just like a made robot. Uh, so if you could kind of, I don't know, that's what the difference is. And I don't know if he was trying to take your spot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, we, we got past him finally. Clyde took care of that. He turned the magnet the on. The push of a button. Yeah, he pushed the button. And then electrocuted him or something. I don't, really don't know what happened. We never went back. I think it magnetized him, shot him up, and... That was my um, idea. Oh, it was Uba's <laughs> idea. Clyde pushed the button. Though. No, yeah, Clyde, just, you let him away. You took him yeah, to see the bunny. Yeah, I just let him away. I didn't, yeah, that's right. That's right. I did a whole lot of nothing. And it, well, no, no. When the room magnetized Clyde, you rolled a nat twenty on your strength check to hold on to your axe. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Um, so we have a we have who's the little kid with us? Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, Jeremy. He's with. He us. looks like a robot now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's with us. We went into the room, the next room, and I don't remember what we were talking about. We we're trying to figure out what to do or where to go. And did we meet you with sent him yet? into you sent him into the next room disguised as a robot, but he didn't look exactly like the right robot. He just looked kind of like a robot uh, and went into the room and eventually Clyde peeked in. And what did you see in that room, Clyde? Do you remember? Uh quickness? Tinkering. Tinkering. And there's two other guys. Two skeletons and an ogre. Undead ogre. Yeah, I think it was Ubo that did the cat like that. <laughs> Somebody no, that's Clyde. I think. I think it Clyde. Wasn't me. Yeah, I think Clyde did the kitty call for uh, <laughs> quickness. Uh, quickness slept, slept, uh, sneaked away while uh, Jeremy was distracting the two skeletons and the ogre. Here, Kiki. <laughs> yeah, gave you guys a little bit of like a rundown of what's happening uh and then somebody i actually think it was surprisingly i think it was actually ubo that like got bored and fucking kicked in the door yeah remember he said he said fuck this shit (laughs) yeah which is very clyde like of ubo it was actually kind of surprising um and then you guys ended up yeah uh taking care of those uh two skeletons in that ogre and uh, Quickness mentioned that Naomi, uh, a former Scrimmore superior, not just a, a Scrimmore student, but an actual mm-hmm. superior and a resident of Mirand, is the one that's been um, kind of, you know, experimenting on these bodies and sending out these undead to collect more. And she's been the one that's kind of been capturing all the townsfolk and the Funky Four. Um, and he also mentioned that now that you guys did this, she's going to be aware that quickness is now it's about with to you get guys. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Now things are about to pop off, as he said. Oh, I'm excited. And then he put his little paw pad on a little scanner uh, to scan the room. And that's where we ended, actually. 
All right, quickness. What's up? Where are we? What are we doing? Well, okay. So you all just follow me. I'll uh, I'll I'll try to take us around. Um, this place is pretty big. Um, I don't want to toot my own horn or anything, but I've been very busy with setting up new traps, setting up uh, a lot of you know the the doors. Did you guys see that door open on your way in? Yeah, man, that was yeah. pretty. That's pretty dope. Some good shit, quickness. But okay, uh, so uh, we can just kind of ignore uh, this hallway in that next room. Check this out, and you see quickness uh, bend down. And uh, pull out a screwdriver, and there's a, a vent cover, and he uh, unscrews it, takes it off. All right, boys, follow me. While he's down there, I credit carded him. Oh, <laughs> damn it, Ubo. <laughs> follow him down the vent? Yeah, he crawls into the vent. How big is it? Uh, It's like three feet high, so it's going to be pretty cramped for most of you. Uh, Ubo yeah, all these guys probably- are like... 400 pounds. Yeah, Ubo shell is probably going to be like scratching along the whole way. Just <laughs> it leaving does. It does. I'm st- I can't fit. I'm going to sit back. I'm just going to stay can I like? Can I like transform? And like. No, <laughs> you're not a fucking transformer, <laughs> like, all times. I got to tell you. <laughs> like, you know, I didn't know if I could like shift, you know? <laughs> no, it's really. I think the, the uh, person with the most trouble is probably going to be Ubo's big shell. Other than that, I think Clyde and all tracks. I think you guys will be able to, you know, get down. I'm gonna oil myself up. There you go. That's what are you gonna oil yourself idea, up with? Bro. My oil. I got oil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you gonna oil yourself up with? My oil. <laughs> Wait. Right. Let me let me make sure. Let me see what I got. Yeah, oil. Fl- a flask of oil. Two pounds of it. <laughs> Two pounds. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's a lot of oil. Yeah. Okay. No yes. Hey, uh, You want to grease me up? <laughs> yeah, I got you. I I also got an idea. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna push him. Well, no, I was thinking, you, uh, Clyde and Altrex, you guys can go in first and maybe like bust out the sides, make it a little bit bigger, and put a rope on Ubo and drag him through a little bit easier. <laughs> I like this idea. Let's do this. Wait, if we're making it bigger, why do we need to drag Ubo through? If we're making it bigger, well, you don't know. He might not fit in some spots. I don't know. Man, I don't think everything through. Come on now. <laughs> Let's roll with this, okay? Oh, let's, man. let's roll with this. Let's just tie Ubo uh, up sure. with a rope. Yeah. Uh, and let's wait, pull wait. him in. Or maybe one pull and one push? I don't know. You He's guys, already greased up, so I mean, it'll probably go through really easily. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever done your homework on Goliath Barbarians, but they are they have oily pee. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> At least in Modress they do, I guess. <laughs> the ones named Clyde. Fucking Clyde, you've peed on so many things in this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say we're probably 22 episodes in or so, and I think you've peed on maybe five different things and five. That's a quarter of our episodes you pee on yeah. something. <laughs> that's more than 10%. I'm okay. With that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's 25% <laughs> of episodes you pee on something. I do have a quota. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like kerosene, pretty much. Yeah, that's, that's okay, so now we find thick. out that Clyde has kerosene pee. So, <laughs> so when, no, when his hey, oil, hey, when his oil no. runs out, I can pee on it and oil no. it up again. Clyde, you peed out of fire in like episode three. <laughs> I said it's like kerosene. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the viscosity of it's like okay yeah. 
I thought you meant it was flammable no, like no, kerosene. Non-flammable kerosene. <laughs> okay. Like pointless fluid. It just lubes up stuff. Okay. <laughs> so you help pee on Uber shell, I guess. Yeah. No, I, no, <laughs> no. He's got enough oil. He's good. He's all slicked up. I mean, he's got two pounds of oil. Quickness chimes in. Okay, so uh, just follow me. Um, it's kind of a maze back here, so stay a little close. I'm gonna start peeing on quickness because we didn't. Leave no, quickness is, a, quickness, <laughs> quickness is seeing you like getting ready, and quickness is in the fucking vent. Man, how much pee do you got? What's What's the marching order like in this vent? Quickness in front. He wants to lead the way. We're putting Clyde in the back. I'll follow him next. I'll go after Quickness. Okay. Ultrex is right there. Ultrex, then Ubo, then Clyde, then me, I think. Okay. And then uh, Jeremy in the very back? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Jeremy. We, yeah, you see Jer- you no, see the little robot. Jeremy in front of me. Okay, you see the little robot Merlin uh, <coughs> climb into the, uh, the vent, and you see its head, like, clipping through the vents. Like, like the head of the robot's like going through it. Does he have a limit for how long he can wear this thing? Or is it just all the time? Uh, we're kind of playing this loosey-goosey with okay. this mask at <laughs> this point. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. the body actually like clips the walls? Yeah, because it's just like an illusion <laughs> of the bodies. And it's That's still like his funny. body with an illusion on it. And uh, so you guys are making it through this tight, these ventilation shafts. And um, uh, this is where somebody's going to make a diehard reference, hopefully. And then uh, it's, you know, there's like different branching pathways all along. And quickness is going like left and one. And then he'll take a right. I mean, it's actually a pretty elaborate ventilation system for this area. Uh, yeah, Bruce Willis uh, shuffles past you guys on your way. Uh, no, he doesn't. Uh, Bruce Willis <laughs> is not in Modress. And then... After about 15 minutes or so. But Mel Gibson is. But Mel Gibson definitely <laughs> is. We'll see him next arc. Uh, but uh, but yeah, after about 15 minutes of this just branching uh, Uber, or uh, uh, quickness making these uh, kind of, it seems like just random decisions left or right, left or right, you eventually uh, see quickness turn back towards you and says, all right, now don't panic. This next park, it's, it's going to be really easy. All you need to do is go really quick through the fans. And you see up ahead, you see two <laughs> big fans that are spinning. Uh, there's like a like a five foot gap between them. And he's like, just uh, they're going. They're not like super fast. Uh, they're going where you think that you could squeeze in there if you you know if you're quick about it. Like a foam, foam, foam. Yeah, foam. yeah, like that. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, wish me luck. Here I go. And. Uh, you see quickness. Whoa. You see quickness try to go through uh, the first set of fans. With the seven. And, and um, <laughs> well, it was a nat one. That's plus funny. six. Oh, yeah. that's the lowest he could possibly roll. Say right goodbye now. to that tail. I didn't uh, see that. So you see quickness uh, try to scurry over this first fan. And uh, it kind of makes you think, like, why would these blades be so sharp? And um, so you see quickness go in and the fan blade cuts at his midriff and it lifts him up off the ground. Um, It doesn't like cut him in half or anything like that. Like they're not going that fast. But because they're sharpened blades, uh, they cut into him. And lift his legs up, and it, they make him tumble over into the next space. And he's going to take... Clyde, you better pee on that. And he's going to take the full <laughs> 10 damage. Oh, my God. Uh, he doesn't lose his tail, though? 
No, but he's got a gnarly cut in his like midriff, midriff <laughs> oh, now. You rolled Man. the worst and best fucking roll you could buy. Uh, yeah, do of course. And one roll. Now he's got to go through the next space. <laughs> um, ouch! Shit, that fucking hurt. Um, well, wish me luck on this one. Nobody wished me luck last time. I think that's what the problem was. Oh, uh, good luck. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, not one. <laughs> what? What is happening? How, here, man? Is if this is here? another D10, oh, I think I do. <laughs> he <laughs> tries to crawl crawl through the next fan, and this one does cut the tip of his tail off for five points of damage. Son of a bitch! Ah, motherfucker! Okay, I'm. Uh, uh, all right, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you all shouldn't do this. This sucks. All right. All right, guys, I think we need to shut this fan down. Can I try to do a cartwheel through there? <laughs> uh, I think next is Ultrax. If quickness can't make it through, guys, I don't think we should try this. We need to shut this fan down. Do we have anything <clears throat> Do we have anything around here that we could just jam into there and stop the fan? Oh, yes. <laughs> Immovable rods. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Y'all got immovable rods and you didn't stop it while I went through them? Oops. We got two of them. You've got two fucking immovable rods and you didn't stop both of the fans while I was going through them. Nope. Why? <laughs> Sorry. For, just forgot me. I'm missing the tip of my tail now. You look good. How much health is he missing? He's missing 15. He's actually not looking super good. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do um 2d6 of healing light. Okay, you don't have to touch for that, do you? No, I'm pretty sure it's shoot. Are we still in a small tunnel? We're in yep, the fans. Still in the so fans. I can't move much, so I can't get mine out. Clyde, <laughs> Clyde you got to get yours. So it goes Altrex, Ubo, then Clyde, I think? Altrex, Ubo, Clyde, Jeremy, Merlin is the way it went. So you probably need to pass them up to Altrex. Yeah, I'll pass yeah. mine up. All right, I got it. All right. Uh, there's a button on it. You literally uh, press a button, and it uh, makes it float in place with 6,000 pounds of pressure. <laughs> or it, ne- it needs 6,000 pounds of pressure to move it. Clyde, do you throw it or slide it or hand it to Ubo? I'm going to hand it to Ubo. All right, Ubo, so now you've got Clyde's. Temporarily. Doesn't. You're putting spaces, man. <laughs> Yeah, what is he doing? Slash R space D20. <laughs> I'm I'm doing it without spaces, too. I'm typing so many things right now, you don't even know. There it is. There it is. Eight, wow. eight point. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that's almost how much he... Yeah, that's over half of what he lost, so that's really good. Um, and you shoot that at him? Yeah, it says... Um, if I can see him, it doesn't say I shoot it, but yeah. I think I, at one point I said I shoot my healing light. Like a finger pistol? Like pew pew. <laughs> you yeah. shoot like a ball of light and hit him. <laughs> yeah, and then you sure. see the tip of his tail grow back. And then his uh, his belly oh, just kind of scars over. Um, so Altrex, you now have both uh, immovable rods. So you placed one, hit the button, and as soon as the fan hits it, it just screeches to a halt. And you see the fan like sparks are shooting out as it's like trying to hit it. Trying to go past the movable rod, but it can't. All right, everybody, let's go quick. We need to get through here. So the next space in between the fans is only five feet, so you can only have, like, one person. So all tricks, you could, like, go under that fan that's stuck, and now you're at the next fan that's currently spinning still. Okay. Well, while I'm there, I'm just going to take the other movable rod and do it again. I just okay. already stopped on that one. 
No, so you uh, you put that one in, click the button, and it's floating in place, and it stops the fan, uh, and then you're able to crawl under that. So we're we gonna have everyone to just kind of like crawl under now. Yeah, and then I'll and then I'll collect the um, the rods as I go through. Well, last. no. Oh wait, you are in the back. Yeah. yeah, Jeremy's in front of you. Okay, I thought Jeremy was behind you. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see uh, Jeremy's little ro- robot figure uh, go through, and then Merlin, as you're going up, uh, you can pass through, turn behind, collect the rod, go through, and collect the next one. Do you Quickness, back? did did you make this fan here? It's pretty deadly. Well, um, Naomi wanted it to be deadly itself. She wanted me to sharpen it for some reason. I'm not sure why. Probably to stop people from uh, infiltrating through this pathway. That's the only reason I can think to have sharpened fan blades instead of just dull ones. But I think I did a pretty good job. Uh, look at my belly. Or you didn't think <laughs> to like add some kind of switch that you could like override that's hidden that she couldn't find? <laughs> Got him. Well, I mean, I could have, but then <laughs> if she found out, then she would have, you know... Killed one of the fucking four. Did you make any back doors into any of oh. your traps or areas that, that she doesn't know about? Or is everything completely accessible? Well, I mean, I made all these vents. And look, we're getting around. Like, I don't think you guys understand the scope of this place. This place is really big. So the fact that we're able to go through these ventilation shafts and get around, like, the majority of this place, that's that's pretty cool on my point. But other than that, I I gave the uh, the easy numbers for you guys to get through the uh, the key passes and stuff. How long um, have you been down here? Oh, gosh. Um, it's probably been about a month now. Wow. Are you sure they have the rest of the Funky Four with them? Yeah, she's got uh yeah, she's got Minley, Claire, Uthor, and um that's why she said that if I didn't help, she was gonna just kill them one by one until I did. So or, are they are they caged up or are they helping her too? No, she's got them all in jail cells. They don't know how to invent anything or build anything. Mm, this is not good. Hmm. I'm sure if she needs like some muscle or anything or like a lesson in like goddess of Saloon, then maybe she would use them. But other than that, I'm your guy. How many how many people guard these cells? Um, there's usually just like a a bunch, like um a bunch of skeletons, um a few zombies. Well, how much is a bunch? Uh, well, it, it's growing every day, so I don't know. Um, every day she's kind of experimenting with different. Well, that's not good. Yeah. Well, how many days have we been in this tunnel? <laughs> so it's been <laughs> like, uh, it was like 15 minutes to the fans. Uh, and then, uh, he leads you further and further. And like this, this whining maze of these, uh, vents are just kind of mind boggling. And then after about a half hour or so, he gets to another, what are those called? Like the covers of a vent. Vent cover? cover, (laughs) I guess. I thought there was a cooler way Uh, to say it. Like they're called registers. Yeah. Yeah. Register cover. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And, um, he says, all right, one of you all mentioned that you found my, my extreme ears, yeah? My satellite? Oh, oh yeah, we got your satellite. Yeah, hey, pass it on up to me. I'm gonna, I got any listen in this next room, make sure that nobody's in here. I forget who's holding that. Where did we get the satellite from? I think, I think you are, Merlin. I think I am too. Um, the zombie from that. Oh, my master, right? It. The town master, yeah. Jean Lorber had it on him. Yeah, pass it up, please. I'm going to listen in and see if there's anybody in this next room. How high up is he? Uh, he's like five feet people in front of you. 
Okay, I'm just saying because, you know, I'm an old man. I can't throw far. I'm going to try no, and throw it Yeah, to him. and I don't think it would fit, like, <laughs> throwing. You'd probably have to pass it. Pass it. Down the line. Here, pass this all the quickest. So Jeremy takes it, passes it up to um, uh, Clyde. Yeah. Um, he takes it. Uh, he plugs in some little earbuds that he puts into his ears and points it at the grate. And after a few moments, he turns back to you all. All right, well, I don't think anybody's in here, so uh, I think we're clear, but we're going to need to plan this next part out. So this next part leads directly to Naomi's room. Okay. Because it leads directly to Naomi's room, Naomi wanted this place completely surveilled. So we have got, um, uh, again, not to toot my own horn, uh, I kind of did a pretty good job at there are audio sensors. Uh, there are pressure plates in the floor to tell if anybody's coming in. Uh, the door she wanted only to be able to open herself. So I, this is the one door in the whole facility that I cannot open myself. And then also there are these really, uh, I want to say fancy image sensors that every 15 to 30 seconds will take an image of the entire room and send them to a monitor that Naomi has access to in her workshop. So... How would you all like to get past that? Because I have not thought of a way of getting around those just yet. What is this door made out of? The door is a steel door, Altrex, like the the steel doors that you guys have seen before. Quickness chimes in them. So uh, to get into the door, it needs biometrics from Naomi herself, either palm scan, uh, retina scans, or voice scans. So one of those three ways. So we need so, her head or her How the fuck arm. do we do this? We can cut her head off and bring it back here. <laughs> or we can just, I don't know, how do we get to her first? Like, uh, well, I mean, she's in, she's in the next room There's after the, yeah. past that door. So I don't know. Only access? This is the only access to this next room, yes. And then beyond that is the uh, prison cells. Past that. Hey, Quickness, I got a question. Yeah, what's up? Is there a way you can um, find out when that 30 second uh, sequence like begins and ends? I mean, there's a dim flash whenever they take the picture. Okay. Um, Is there anyone that's supposed to have access to the next room? Nope. She really exclusively made it pointed out to me that she was the only one to be able to get in and out. Um, obviously, like I've been in there before, but only with her um, kind of being my chaperone in and out. We're in this vent shaft, right? We're in a vent shaft. Yeah, you, this above? whole conversation is taking place in a vent shaft. It's on the ground level. Oh, ground it's on level. the ground level. Okay, so. Quickness, why don't you just go in there and uh, pretend like you need access to, to to speak with her? Okay, that may... Nope, hmm. nope. You know what? That's uh, not going to work because now she knows about the whole dead zombies and everything. So she's going to know that I'm working with you all. And she'll probably know that you, like, skip through the fans. Like, no one's supposed <laughs> to be doing that, right? Jeremy. It's not noble. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> You still got that mask on? Of course. Beep boop, beep boop. <laughs> okay. Why don't you dress up like Professor Wake? Ooh, that'd be a good Remember, one. Remember, it's randomized whenever he. Oh, fuck. It's randomized when he, he puts can, it on? He can pick like a race to look like, but then the features of that race are randomized. So, so like. Just do a human. Isn't that what uh, Naomi is? Is she human? She is a human. Okay, yeah. Just do a human. If you turn it to just look like somebody like that, you could just look like a guard. You can go out there and pretend everything's cool. <laughs> We're going to get a- this kid killed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this happened last time. Quickness says, 
No, she knows like everybody that works with her. Um, it's mostly just me as the only living counterpart to her, and <laughs> then all the undead. So <laughs> make Jeremy look like like Ooh, like you I got go, it. Yeah, this is not gonna work. <laughs> Anyone got some items we can use or anything? Let's just go in there and call her out. What if it's like a big old trap though? Like we're in a room with just a bunch of traps and we're stuck and we're gonna die. I mean, we're gonna have to do something. <laughs> what the fuck do we do? Let's just go in the next room. Right, can we break through the door? Can we can we attack it? If we break through the door, I know it's steel, but if we could break through the door, we just run in there and just face whatever happens. Well, I mean, so I've the the sensors are obviously the uh, uh, the floor or pressure plates, um, and then mounted in all four corners. Uh, two of them are the image captures of the room. Uh, on alternate diagonal corners, and then two of them on the other corners are the audio captures of the room. Uh, the audio is a live feed going into Naomi's room. Uh, the images are the 15 to 30 second uh, windows of images, just still images that uh, go to a monitor in her room. So I don't know, I, like, I, I, uh, if you guys now. got a way of like not touching the floor, and then I don't know exactly how we could... I don't know. If if we don't have anything, then we're probably not going to be able to get the jump on her, which is going to be pretty bad news. Um, I've seen some things that she can do. And um, Well, hold on, hold on now. I got a question now. What if we open the door real quick and I can uh, shoot the cameras and the sensors and try and uh, bust those? And if she does notice, she'll come through and see what happened to them. Then we can get her in there or... Hopefully she doesn't notice and we can keep sneaking through. Can anyone cast heat metal? I can cast Eldridge Blast Unlimited to all these cameras. <laughs> I'm just going to throw a bunch of ball bearings in the room. So, so she thinks it's malfunctioning. Okay. And I'm going to open a door and shoot um, the sound sensors. All right. The The... The camera. Well, sensors. so the the problem with that is that this is kind of a single file situation with oh, witness yeah. at front. Okay, so what what do we see in the room? Like, which the is there a door on the other side, or this is her room? Um, you guys like, could. Uh, I'll say all tracks. You're second, right behind quickness. So I'll say that all tracks could see, um, into this room, and in this room, it's uh, you do see. Uh, the sensors on, you can only see the further two corners on those corners. You can see what looks like these little, um, like those little black dome cameras you see in like grocery stores and things. Right. Yeah. Um, They're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, then the floor is this steel floor and steel ceiling. Uh, this one's not cave walls. This one is like actual, uh, like finished walls. Uh, the room is, uh, pretty well lit up with these electric lights going all the way around it. And then you see the door. Uh, you see up against the door a uh, handprint scanner. And other than that, the door is pretty empty. You do see a door also going to the left, but quickness is pointed that the door to the right is the one that she's behind. How far are we from the door yeah, that we need to get to? It? It's, it's not the biggest room, so it's probably like 10 feet from this vent. All right. Well, I'm going to do the ball bearing thing, dude. They'll think it's malfunctioning. I'm going to cast Misty Step. And it says you can teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that you can see. 
So okay. if I can see over to the door, I'm going to teleport over there. Okay. All right. Knocking the teleport back. I mean, I'm going to get up like, oh, shit, I don't know. Is there anywhere around the door I could get up to where I'm like not directly in front of it? Um, yeah, there's like a, you know, a 10 foot wall on each side of the door. Um, you do know about the pressure plates though. So I didn't know what you were going to do about that. Oh, okay. Like, is there something I could see that I could stand on without hitting the floor over there? Like, if I teleport. Ooh, I got an idea. What if I throw the ball bearings, they come out, they come out to check out what's going on, why it's malfunctioning, because they don't see the bearings, maybe. And then you misty step into the door. Ooh, yeah. While it's open. Let's try that. And also, doesn't um, Clyde have spider flops too? We forget about those a lot. All right, a take. We want to go with this. Oh let's yeah, do, he does have those. Let's do the ball bearings. So he though. could be on the wall. That above could come it in too. handy. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I'm just going to take this bag of one thousand ball bearings <laughs> and, and dump them out of the vent. The whole bag. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, you you dump out all of these ball bearings. Um, they scatter all across the floor, and um, they're not heavy enough to set up the pressure plates or anything. Uh, Quintus looks at you and says. Oh, good thinking, Uba. That's gonna that's gonna mess with that uh, the uh, the audio sensors for sure. And Ooh, nice, um, nice. A few seconds go by. You see a flash of the camera. You you probably wouldn't think that this image would be like 1080p and be able to uh, you know like see the small ball bearings on the floor. Probably not that great of a camera. And a few moments go by. And then you see the door open, ha! Yeah. and you see two skeletons walk out into the room. Boom! And misty step into the doorway. Into the doorway with my immovable rod. Oh, jam it! Perfect. In there. All right, yeah, perfect. Let's do this. Okay, right. misty step over the door. I got the rod. I put it between the door and I press it, and boom, door stays open. everybody it's your dungeon master adam deweese here thank you all so much for checking out this week's episode of halfway heroes sorry it was a day late again uh also sorry that dustin sounds a little weird and echoey in uh this one uh, we kind of switched up our recording rooms and apparently we got something not right uh we will try to get that sorted before the next one goes out well unfortunately the next episode was also recorded the same night so it's probably going to be like that also so bear with us for these two uh, we'll try to get it sorted for uh the next one that we put out just a few self plugs on this one uh, we are currently running through lost mine of Fandelver on our twitch stream twitch.tv slash one shot onslaught we are running that with a few of our patrons uh the next session is tentatively scheduled for march 6th at like 7 30 eastern if you haven't yet, definitely go over to our Twitch channel and subscribe and follow us there because uh, we don't have a regular schedule, but we do often play one shots with a bunch of our patrons and it's always a lot of fun. So come check us out. Uh, I'll be doing some video game streaming this weekend, most likely, probably Conan Exiles. Um, speaking of Conan Exiles, 
if you're on PlayStation 4, we actually have a server where uh, me and Dustin and Johnny from this show play with um, a few of our patrons. My wife plays with us, uh, and we're actually having a ton of fun on that. And if you would like to get in and uh, play with us, you could first have Conan Exiles on PlayStation 4, and then the server name is Halfway to Heroes, all spelled out with spaces. And that password is capital O-S-O is good, the number one. Uh, That is only the first O is capitalized in that. Uh, So come hang out. It's a lot of fun. Another place you can hang out with us every single day is our Discord server. We have a ton of super cool people in there. Uh, Come check it out. It's bit.ly slash halfway to Discord. We love when new people join that channel and we have more friends to hang out with. Uh, We've got uh, channels to talk about the show, fan theories, and just uh, the current episode. Uh, I post sneak peeks in there pretty much every single episode. And that is probably where you will get our most recent up-to-date news and notifications across all of our social media. Um, Another thing I haven't talked about in a while is that on our website, HalfwayToHeroes.com, we actually have a fan art page. I believe it's HalfwayToHeroes.com slash fan art, I think. Nope, checking it right now, and it is HalfwayToHeroes.com slash artwork. Uh, So if you want to get your art up on this page, uh, you just... Uh, make some fan art of the show and we'll uh, put it up here and uh, put your Twitter handle or however you want us to give you a shout out. Uh, We love getting more fan art all the time. It always makes us super happy. I think our most recent one we got was a floppy Joe (laughs) and it's uh, amazing by uh, the dice nest. Uh, It's one of my favorites. So definitely go check that out. Um, If you enjoyed the music leading up to this mid-roll and you want more of it, and also, uh, spoiler alert, the songs can be in the later, the rest of the episode also, um, you could go check out Coast Phase on SoundCloud. Uh, That is Coast Phase with a space in the middle. It is our friend from high school, uh, Derek, that is making some pretty amazing music that I feel like fits this show very very well and he was gracious enough to let us use this soundtrack uh we've got some more that i'm planning for some upcoming episodes uh so if you enjoy it definitely go check his soundcloud out i think he's got some more music he's currently working on and about to be putting some more up so uh go give him a follow check it out uh it's a super super good i was uh pumped when sean showed me it and told me that we were allowed to use it and I'm excited to see uh, the, the next music it puts out. If you are now all caught up and looking for more uh, content to listen to, you can check out our other show, One Shot Onslaught. There we play one shot modules from uh, DMsGo.com. I'm the DM still, and it's all this group uh, except for Barry. Uh, and we have our other friend Justin in that one. Though Barry is currently playing through the mini campaign Dragon of Icefire Peak with us over there. Uh, we probably have three more episodes of that to release. It's probably going to be about six or seven episodes total. And we've got three out right now. So go check that out. Other than that, I'm going to let you get back to this episode. Um, stick around for the outtakes at the very end of the episode and for the patron shout out. So again, thank you all so much for listening to the show. It means the world to us. Uh, We love that you all are enjoying it as much as we are. So I will talk to you all later.
I was going to say, now these skeletons turn and see you, right? <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> I mean, you're just like standing I mean, there. They can run in now, can't they? I mean, it, it's already known that we're there. The door is open. So you guys could just rush in. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and roll initiative real quick. Uh, we won't give any kind of surprise round since, like, you... I mean, they were kind of, they had like their swords drawn and stuff looking for uh, what was causing this noise. So they come in. Oh, my goodness. Dude, Everyone's rolling super bad and DM rolled worse. <laughs> no, we did Nobody's beating a 10 on initiative. You're still last. Merlin got an eight. So it's going to be Ooh, Clyde. 11. Merlin. So Clyde, Merlin, Ultrex, and Ubo. And then skeletons. If the skeletons make it this long. Um, so by the way, by the way, the skeletons, um, one of them is what looks like a dwarf skeleton and then one's a human skeleton and they both have a uh, sword strong. One of them has a sword and a shield. One of them just has a sword. So Clyde, you're up next, but the guys, the other people are in front of you in the vent. Uh, you, I mean, I, you could push your way out <laughs> if you wanted to. If I push my way out, does that bring everyone else out? Yeah, we'll push we'll push people out as you're going out. But at this point, like All right. I don't see a way of you guys not like setting off this stuff. Um, but at least you got the door open. Well let's do that. So we'll say that you it will cut your movement speed in half. So instead of Well, you got forty, right? Yeah, I got forty speed twenty. So yeah, you'll be able to get out and then like five feet more into the room. So you'll still be like ten feet away from the skeletons. So how far away? I'm 10 feet away from them? The two skeletons are like 10 feet away each, yeah. You know, I can't move an extra 5 feet. No, like, it was mostly you pushing the guys in front of you to get the movement and stuff, but, um, do you got any kind of... any range at all? Oh, yeah. Alright, I'm gonna throw my hand axe at the short one. Oh, okay. Cool. 15 Ooh. to hit. 15 slash, to hit. 6 slashing damage. Oh, man. Yeah, man. you, uh... Yeah, you knock his arm off uh, with that with that axe. Uh, that was the one with the uh, shield and the sword, and it actually knocks his shield arm off. Um, I want to do another hand axe. Okay, I picture Clyde with like just like this strap of hand axes, like a <laughs> uh, what's what are those called that hold bullets? Oh no, that one go that one gets embedded in the ceiling above that. Oh <laughs> man, uh, uh, above that skeleton. Um. Next up, I've got Merlin. Okay. And you guys see a flash as the uh, the cameras go off. Um, it's two of them. Yeah, are they close together? They are close together. Is anyone on them right now? And how far am I from them? Um, Altrex is close to them. Like how close? Like within punching distance. Okay, and how far am I? You're like... 15 feet away. Oh, no, you, no you're no, you actually uh, pretty far away because you were behind Clyde in the vent. Um, yeah, I was very back. Yeah, you're very back. So uh, Jeremy's in front of you. And uh, so you, you've got like 20 more feet of vent to get through. And then you can see them about 10 feet away. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to get out of the vent. And is there a way I can... No, probably not. Never mind. God dang it. I would hit my buddy. I don't want to hit my buddy. Yeah. <clears throat> don't hit me, please. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go up and I'm going to do my um, my flame blade. Uh, it's green. It's called the green flame blade. 
I renamed it Indigo. Is that so a So I guess it's colored though? Indigo. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to get up to them. I thought you said I could get up to them 30 feet. It's you got about 20 feet more of uh, the vent. Vent you and gotta then 10 push, feet. But you got to push Jeremy also, which is going to cut some of that out. Oh, it, oh okay, yeah. okay. I had to do that for Clyde too. So. so I get out of the vent. Do I have any movement left or no? Like as soon as you get out of the vent, you'd be out of movement. Okay. I'm just going to do my Eldridge flash then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're good too. 16? That's one bolt. Two bolt. Whoa, that second one's way more damage. Um, what skeletons were each of those going for? The one that Clyde hit with one of his hand axes uh, that's missing an arm, or the one the, that's... The both, um, one to each is what I did. Okay. The first one went to the one that was to the left, whichever one that was. <laughs> okay, we'll I'll go left, left to right. Okay, uh, so we'll say the one on the left is the one that hasn't, hasn't been hit yet. Uh, so you rolled a 16 to hit, 5 force damage as you um, hit into that skeleton and knocks it back and it, it like hits us back a bit to the wall. The other one, though, is going to hit into the ar- one-armed skeleton and that one is going to just, like, his whole body just explodes. <laughs> like, all his bones go, like, scattering. <laughs> Next up is Altrex. Uh, I'm gonna cast Thunderous Smite. So I make a DC 13 save. Yeah, DC 13 save. I got a third. Ah, oh, oh, so you save. Out of 13. Did you take half? So it just, if, if you succeeded on the strength saving throw or the save throw, you don't get pushed 10 feet away or knocked prone, but you still take the damage of this. Okay, yeah, okay. You, yeah, like full damage? damage. Uh, you take half damage. Take half damage? Okay. So- oh, wait, 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 wait. The first time you hit with a melee weapon attack, which you can make it, so you run and hit this thing, uh, your weapon rings with thunder that is audible within 300 feet of you. So you have to also roll a weapon attack on this thing. I got you. There you go. A nine? A nine. Oh, wait. No, no, no. no, no, no. 19. Nine to hit. And then... No, it was a 19 first. Was you it? Rolled twi- oh, you rolled like four times. What the heck? Hey, what, yeah, what the heck? What happened? No, I just well, the first once. time was a 16 total. Uh, that is going to hit. With a 16, oh, four, or 16 damage slashing. Oh. So you slash into the skeleton, and as you do, uh, your weapon rings out with this booming, thunderous... It almost, It's like shaking the floor in this area. The noise of it, you can you can tell like... Anybody within 300 feet of here definitely just heard this noise. Um, <laughs> Probably wasn't smart. And then as you slash through it, it's the sound that, again, much like the last one, it scatters these bones across the room as the noise just like billows out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, man, there's bones everywhere. So uh, who's still in the vent? Um. I was Nobody the last is. one, so I pushed everyone. Jeremy right? was the last, or uh, yeah, Merlin was the last one, so Merlin pushed everybody out. So Uba, you're in the room now. Oh, okay, okay. Um, sorry, you didn't get to take a turn. Freaking Clyde, Dustin, and uh, Clyde, Merlin, and uh, Altrex hogged all the kills. Bastards. Sorry, Uba. We'll <laughs> give you the next one. And Quickness says, "Well, okay, that was very loud. So, um, Naomi, one hundred and twenty percent knows we're coming, and <laughs> Naomi is right through that door. She points." Uh, and uh, quickness points, and it's through the hallway where um, the rod of immovable rod is currently holding those doors open sideways. 
and there is a just a, a short 10-foot hallway with another set of double doors at the other end. Now, those double doors, those are just like automatic double doors because uh, if you get in these double doors, you can just go right on into those. Um, so That's okay. At least you didn't design these with a big-ass lock or anything. All right, guys, <clears throat> is there anything that we can use to like disguise ourselves or... Jeremy visible or anything. Jeremy has the mask. She knows. She knows we're coming. I know she's. She knows. But is there a way that we can? Can we? Do we have um, shrinking abilities or yeah, anything she, like she's that? She's already seen us. <sighs> I'm looking at my spells. I'm just trying to figure something out. She's already seen us, right? I mean, uh, uh, the camera flashed while you guys were in the room. So yeah, she's seen us. She knows. Oh, she knows. I know that. But, I mean, there's got to be something we can do. Nope. Maybe it's a decoy camera, and it, all it does is flash. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. I made that myself. I know for a fact that that camera works. Guys, I got an idea. I got this spell called Guardian of Faith. I could put a shield sword thing down right in front of the door, and anyone who enters within 10 feet of it takes... Exactly 20 radiant damage. That sounds like a horrible <laughs> idea. No, no, listen. And then we kite her. We kite her into this uh, room. You think she's dumb enough to get kited? Well, well hang on. Because there's, um, there's traps and stuff in here, right? I'm going to cast hold person on her. There's traps in here. She's going to wait for us. But if I can paralyze maybe if. If she would maybe come in here and paralyze this room. her, yeah, I could try to paralyze her with yeah. What is the most f- insane, fucked up creature I could be with the mask of many faces? Well, why don't we just try to knock? It's got to be a D and D race. Okay. Well, guys, there's. Uh, I'm just trying to think. An inbreded Aarakocra dragonborn barbarian muskrat. <laughs> I don't think we could specify that. <laughs> Maybe I could just walk in there and you suggestion on her. Oh, well, Say, hey, try, try to knock. I should, I suggest yeah, you. That's crazy that Clyde's us. the one suggesting knocking. <laughs> let's just I'm trying it. to think of like a way we can, you know, go in without her. I know she knows we're coming in, but oh. so um, I, I don't think there is. She wouldn't kill a kid, would she? Uh, I was going to have Merlin do, uh, I guess, a history check on her. Because she's from Mirand, and she went to the academy. She was two years above you guys, so like you guys probably don't super know her. <laughs> oh okay, God. not one. Merlin, no. Yeah, you don't. What the hell is a bladeling? That looks wow. pretty scary. How many ones did we get this time? <laughs> a lot. But yeah, so Merlin, you don't really know uh, much about her. I don't even know this lady than, anymore. Uh, I mean, yeah, she... She grew up in here, and uh, she's, I mean, she graduated from Scrimmore, or Scrimmore Academy as a superior, so. So everyone knows that. So you don't think she would kill a kid? All right, well, let's probably. send Jeremy in there without the mask on, and she'll be like, what the hell, there's a little kid in here, and then we can just surprise her you know, when her guard's down. Yeah, maybe she'll, maybe she'll think it's just a kid and just got wandered off, maybe. Yeah, Jeremy, do you think you could just act lost and go in there? Act afraid, like you don't know where you're at? Mommy, mommy, where are you, mommy? <laughs> like that? Was yeah. that good? Yeah, that's that perfect. was perfect. Absolutely perfect. 
Can you cry I'm not going to get bit? killed, am I? No, we will not let you get killed, I promise you. <laughs> Mommy. That's Mommy. Go on. I want to stomp on his pinky toe to bring a little tears <laughs> to his face. <laughs> get him real tears. <laughs> pinky toe. Um, Clyde, you stomp on his toes, and um, he actually doesn't really start crying. Mommy. Mommy. <laughs> Is that good? Yeah, that's good. Go through those doors right I'm now. I'm going to chop his pinky toe off. <laughs> Man, this might be like a ghost kid. He might not I, feel there's anything. There's something weird about this kid. I mean, that's why we're sending him in, okay? Let's no, just... like, I really want to take, I want to chop man. his toe off, see if he bleeds. What if we're the ghost, man? <laughs> he could be a zombie. <laughs> we're going to have some, like, sixth inch shit. Yeah. <laughs> we're all the ghosts. <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting his fucking baby toe off. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Come on, man. Kid. This is a kid, man. I'm going to try to block Look, Clyde. Why don't you just... <laughs> I'm blocking Clyde. Stop blocking me, man. Roll the block. <laughs> Roll the block. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Toe's gone. Man, that's fucked up. That I'm cutting his fucking pinky toe off. Look, can I do some sort of save to push Jeremy out of the no, way man, before he cuts it? No, man. It happened. Yeah, you can try to. Yeah. All right, all right. All right. I don't want to group, group toe, block. Man. Group block. Boom. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I push him. Eighteen, yeah. punk. Yeah. You see. Uh, you see. Uh, Clyde going to really cut this kid's pinky toe off, and all tricks you run and tackle him <laughs> out of the way with your big robot body. Clyde, what the hell? He's just a kid. I don't trust him, man. Well, I don't think we should resort to cutting body parts I, off just I'm, yet. I got a pretty hefty fucking leg, and he didn't even flinch when I stopped his fucking pinky toe. <laughs> Clyde, listen here. If if okay. you don't trust this oh, fella, no, no, hang no, on, no, hang no. on. If you don't trust this fella, let him go in there and die with, you know, a purpose. <laughs> no, we're just going to do like we always do. I don't trust somebody. You guys are like, oh, don't kill him. And he's <laughs> a fucking down guy. the road. So let's just do that. He's, he's See, the, the one boss. time I went in and swinging and killing. I killed that dude who was just trying to save his kid. Barry just kills everybody. Yeah, now, you, fuck, you fucked up on that one. I did. I, mean, I really <laughs> dropped the ball. That poor robot really last episode. Oh, man, that poor guy. That wasn't my fault. He had a Well, you wanted to. I was pissed that he looked like me, or like a robot. <laughs> but it was anyway. Such a vain robot. <laughs> anyway, we're busting in this room. Well, that little kid's going in first. What happens? Okay, if you're sure about this, I'm gonna pull a hair on the back of the neck. <laughs> I'm trying to get that fucking tear formulated, man. Uh, he. Uh, so where are you guys at when he man, goes in here? He, he might be like Spock, we're, man. You don't right, have feelings. I'm right up against the door on the wall, so like when the door opens, you can't see me because I'm like hiding. Or is it just okay. a straight open? Door? Yeah, yeah. We're all trying to hide. I would say. Okay. Yeah, you see the two doors slide open, and uh, Jeremy, in his little kid form, uh, steps into the room. He gets torched. Clyde, come in, Clyde. Ubo, Merlin, Altrix. Clyde, come in. Something's happened. It's Strundu. 
Danny attacked him in the hospital wing. I think you're going to need to come back here. <laughs> Clyde, this isn't funny. I don't know what I did to upset you this time, but this is serious. I need you to call back in. <laughs> Clyde. Is your dungeon master Adam DeWeese here yet again? Hello, everybody. I want to give a special thank you to all of our current patrons. So, thank you, Rachel, aka Dragonbait, Tiana H., Mitch B., The Lawful Stupid Podcast, Ryan P., Jeremy Fair, Loki Strike, Dave M., Jason Pravat, Bradley M., Dwayne the King from The Lawful Stupid Podcast, Sofa Kingdom, Uncle Scott Shainsaw, Not Iron Claw, Danny T., Brittany D., Kiara K., Zoltar, Bay Area Beer Socials, Remus S, Jorian Drake, Naomi Sweet, Jurundu, Joel Lorber, The Nerd Asylum, and Danny M. Hey, thank you all so much, and uh, thank you, Bay Area Beer Socials, Zoltar, and Kiara K for uh, all becoming patrons since the last episode went out. That's uh, I think that's the most we've ever got in between episodes, and um, I don't know what happened, but I am super grateful. Uh, and super happy about it. So thank you three so much for joining. If you want to get your name on this list and get a whole bunch of other really cool bonus content, you can head over to patreon.com slash one shot onslaught or bit.ly slash halfway to Patreon. They will both take you to the same page. Um, that Patreon page supports this show and one shot onslaught. And because we've been getting these new patrons and upgrading patrons, it has helped us surpass our goal, our most recent goal uh, that unlocked... I guess you could say uh, Dungeons and Diaries. It is a Patreon exclusive biweekly podcast. Um, that means for as low as $1 a month, you can get access to this show. It's just little uh, three to six minutes is what I'm aiming for. Uh, journal narrations of different major NPCs and characters from this show and One Shot Onslaught. Uh, just narrating out uh, some journal entries uh, to world build, character build. Um, we've been really excited to get it out there. So I was really happy when we hit that goal and we've got one out now. It's actually Benny Dunn from one shot onslaught. Uh, the plan is currently to alternate one shot onslaught NPC or character halfway to here as NPC or character. So I'm not sure what's going up in two weeks, but no matter what it is, I'm very excited and you should be too. So, uh, go sign up to get access to that. If you are not quite ready to make the commitment to Patreon, well, I mean, I guess there's no commitment. You can cancel whenever you want. But if you're not ready to quite pull that trigger yet, you can always go and help us some other way, such as following us on our social media. Telling a friend about the show is huge. Uh, telling two friends is even bigger, and telling three is even better. The list goes on and on. I can name numbers for a little bit. But uh, other than that... Um, Another way that's super helpful is to leave a rating or review, uh, such as this new one we just got from JBG Garage Crafts. 
the title is Halfway to Ten Stars. It's a five out of five star review. Uh, heard about this podcast from their other feed, One Shot Onslaught, and only into the first five episodes, and I am hooked. Love the homebrew story about that the DM has set up for this group of characters, or this group and the characters are hysterical. I love how the players try to come up with voices for their characters, but stumble from time to time to remember what that voice was. Uh, parentheses, I do the same thing, constantly flip-flop on what voice I'm supposed to be. Uh, thank you so much, JBG. I'm not sure if you're caught up quite yet because that review went out three days ago so unless you listen to a whole bunch in three days i'm excited for you to get to this one to hear your review on the episode uh and if you want me to read your review you just got to go and leave it um wherever you can read leave reviews uh itunes podcasts or apple podcasts um we're really trying to hit 100 ratings and reviews i'm not sure what i want to get some kind of i don't want to say like a reward because i don't think i could exactly reward everybody that released one but something that i do or we do to show that we appreciate all these ratings and reviews we're not quite sure what we're going to do for that yet but uh we're thinking about it and uh i feel like i talked a whole lot on this outro and the mid-roll together uh so i apologize i am sorry that this episode was a little bit short actually but i mean i guess that's how it goes sometimes uh the next one also might be about the same length so I do apologize, but I hope you all are enjoying it. Uh, I'll let you get right into these outtakes. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for following the show. I will talk to you next week on One Shot Onslaught and in two weeks on this feed. Bye, everybody. I just ordered Little Caesars for the first time. <laughs> That's what you were doing? Hey, Johnny, thanks for the first outtake of the episode, man. Thank you. Oh, shit. That's perfect. I'm going to have us just shooting the shit, waiting for Johnny doing something we don't know what is. It's or. Oh, okay. So first of all, Little Caesars don't fucking <laughs> deliver. Okay, <laughs> I told you, man. Yeah, I've say, never look. heard of a Little Caesars deliver. <laughs> they just announced it on TV. That's yeah, but they they go through DoorDash. Oh, okay. are you fucking serious? <laughs> well, that doesn't count. Yeah, yeah don't don't you tell me you fucking that's deliver like, when you go well, through that, a secondary source. Chipotle delivers. Little, I want. I want to see a little Caesar employee at my front fucking door. (laughs) (laughs) In the uniform and everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, long as his base has seen Die Hard. I don't think I've ever seen it. I really wanted to watch it for Christmas. Everyone's saying it's a Christmas movie for some reason. (laughs) It's weird to hear that if you haven't seen it. Okay, you're like, what the fuck? Die Hard. There's like one Christmas tree in the movie and it makes it a Christmas movie. It's like snowing and shit. (laughs) A Majestic Goose Podcast. Honk.